one thing I do want you to hear me saying is take it seriously. If, if you are sick and you have symptoms, please stay away from people because maybe yours are light symptoms, but it doesn't mean the person who might get it from you isn't going to be more dramatically affected. I think I of some of the people that we know of that have gotten it, that have been vigilant about being careful, right? have still gotten it. Right. You know what I mean? So it's a kind of thing where you, you do your best and you pray and you trust God, but you play the hand that you're dealt. I'm Bill McMinn, Senior Pastor of Beagleville Bible Church, and this is the Way to Go podcast, and we are about faith, family, and daily life. We're about taking God's Word, breaking it down, making it practical to everyday living, and we love to do it. Now, if you want to watch the show, you can actually go to Eagleville Bible Church. Just go to YouTube, type in Eagleville Bible Church. You will find it on the Way to Go playlist. But again, faith, family, and daily life, this is what we're all about. Welcome to the Way to Go podcast. I am Bill McMinn here with my dear wife, Jerry. And uh, we're going to talk about COVID and praying, looking to God, bearing each other's burdens. Let's see what else I got down here. Uh, support each other, all that kind of stuff. So as one, here's what happened. Let me, I'm going to tell you what our, this is our story. Uh, we're sticking to it. Uh, we went on a road trip three weeks ago, mm-hmm. I would say today. Yep. So turns out that our buddy that we went with and his wife, the the guy, ended up being sick that night. And three days later, you had a fever and I had a fever and his wife had a fever. And uh, they both tested positive for COVID. We ducked and quarantined. And I would say that whatever it is that we had, it was not fun. No. I would say <laughs> I would say it was it was not really a great time. So, but there were up and down days. I mean, one day, like in that 14 days where I was sick, one day I ran, uh, that was like three days in. Uh, One day I went and got a whole truckload of wood and felt good enough to do it. The next day I couldn't put a fork to my mouth, but uh, (laughs) you feel up. Then the next day I feel like, hey, I'm peeling potatoes. I'm here in the kitchen. I'm doing all this stuff. And I felt A1 fine. And then the next day you don't. And then a little shortness of breath came. And then that finally went away. And yeah, it was whole, it was kind of crazy. Up and down. Up and down. But we're making it. Yeah. Yeah, and you feel tired today, but you I'm feel tired. better. Yeah, feeling better. Yeah, I feel better. Yeah, for definitely sure. for sure. So here's here's my advice, and I, I think this is important mm-hmm. to say: if you are sick, stay away from people. Now, yeah. sometimes people are <laughs> going to spread COVID, and they didn't know because they're going to find out. Like our buddy did; he got sick that night. He didn't really know he was sick that day. Yeah, and it was one of those things. And I wouldn't trade in anything. I wouldn't say I wouldn't go or anything. It's one of those things that happened, and. My life is what it is because I spend time with friends. Right. And I'm going to continue spending time with my friends. And if that happened, that happened. So, you know, we we got it. Uh, we got through it. But my fear is that people who have a normal cold symptoms uh, and they think, oh, I just have a cold or I just have a sinus infection might have it. It's and possible. So, yeah. so what I told my staff last mm-hmm. week is, look, guys, if you feel like you're sick right now, and you feel like you don't have COVID, I still want you to go to the doctor and get tested. And then, you know, a couple of our guys, they they ended up, they tested positive for COVID. Our secretary tested uh, negative, but we just made sure because we wanted to double check. So you don't want to be going around people if you have symptoms. If you like fever, cough, fatigue, aches, any cold-like symptoms, don't like downplay it. Yeah, especially right now because it's spreading so quickly all right. over the place. So you just never know. Yeah, well, I would say right now, I mean, or in, you our, might know. in our county, well, <laughs> now it depends on when people listen to this, but on the one day, you know, I've been tracking the numbers now every day and putting it in my daily minder. And uh, 
we had 63 cases in one day in the county. Now, that's not unlike anything else that we've experienced in the we eight months uh, that we've been into this right. process right now. Uh, it's unlike anything else that we've seen. I mean, our wave is pretty big. I've got a big, long list of people that I'm praying mm -hmm. for regularly. Uh, not everyone is part of the church. They're just people that I happen to know. And if I hear that they have COVID or they have COVID-like symptoms, I've been praying, you know, every day right. for them. Yeah, and thankfully... You know, people have been recovering, which is right. awesome, you know. Oh, it is. Like one yeah. of my buddies, I didn't want him to get sick with it. He got sick with it. Uh, he went back to work today. Uh, another one of my buddies went to the hospital for five days. Uh, so he's coming through it. I texted him today. He's taking a drive and he's feeling a lot better. And he said yesterday he felt 100% better, but it's, it's mm -hmm. good. And I think that's one good thing, you know, you'll make it. But if you have breathing problems, I would definitely go to ER. Like if you feel like you can't get a breath, I think it's time to go because it can produce covid so, or not, I'm sorry, it can pneumonia. produce pneumonia. Right. Yeah, so I think it's a good thing to uh, do. So if you have breathing problems. Yeah, just be careful. Right. But I found it was very up and down. Like my experience, mm -hmm. if someone says, what do you think about COVID? I'm like, well, it's kind of up and down. It's like, it depends on the day, really. For us, it was very tiring. I remember we would just sit on the couch sometimes and just stare. No right. TV on, not even looking at your computer. You're just staring at the wall, doing nothing for hours. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was like crazy. It wasn't a great time. But I do think that what's going to bite us in the end is social gatherings. And I heard Mike DeWine, he just gave a speech and he said that, you know, basically he didn't want anyone to come into your bubble that didn't belong there, that wasn't part Get of your household. Bubble. Get out of my bubble right now. Uh, you know, no... The stuff that I remember him saying, like no birthday parties, don't get together for football games, uh, bridal showers, so on and so forth. I know they're going to make huge limitations on uh, funeral luncheons and uh, probably wedding receptions and things like that. And I totally get it. Like I, I do get why he's saying it. I don't know how realistic it right. is because I think that, you know, you can shut down restaurants, you can do all that kind of stuff, but I still think people are going to get together with their friends. And, they're, and right. maybe they'll get together and play cards, or maybe they'll get together and watch a movie. Uh, maybe they'll do something else together. It's just really hard to stop social beings from being social beings. Yeah. I mean, you want to live your life. You know, I mean, I think you can live within moderation and be careful. I mean, personally, like for me, I'm glad that I'm going to be on the other end of it. Right. And I don't have to worry about it, and I'm going to be okay. You know, so right. that... It's kind of a nice feeling. Not that I've really worried about it at all because I haven't. Right. <laughs> you know, and even when I got it, I'm like, okay, well, now we got it. Let's get it over with and move on, yeah. you know? Yeah, it was so. unpleasant. And like I, like I read a lot of articles and they described it as just miserable. And, yeah. and when you're sitting there and you don't have the energy, the brain energy, the physical energy, like your spirit's like, get up and do something. And your, your body's like, I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't feel like taking one staking step. So yeah, I think that yeah. was that was the hardness of it. But keep moving. Mm -hmm. I would definitely say to people who have it, uh, keep moving. Um, if you, I don't care if you walk to the mailbox or if you take a walk. I mean, I know, I know some guys are trying to hike through it. I know some guys who don't really have a choice. I mean, they're working through it. Um, they're they're just trying to push through it, push through it, push through it, and they are getting through it. Mm -hmm. But. I, I tried not to stay stationary all day. Like I tried to make sure that I was moving somewhere, even if I just went and walked around the field mm -hmm. on our property. I did a lot of moving. I would move from the couch to the love seat and then from the love seat to my bed and then back to the couch. <laughs> <laughs> it's that was the extent of my exercise. <laughs> it is reality. And, and one thing I do want you to hear me saying is take it seriously. 
if, if you are sick and you have symptoms, please stay away from people because maybe yours are light symptoms, but it doesn't mean the person who might get it from you isn't going to be more dramatically affected. I know four people uh, were hospitalized. One of my uh, dearest friends was hospitalized for five days. Now, fortunately, everyone but one person is out of the hospital at this mm -hmm. point, and people are getting through it and they're doing well. Yeah. But one of the things I would say to do, you know, if, if you find yourself in that situation where uh, you're sick, uh, you don't know why you're concerned, it is it is heavy. It's a heavy weight on you because you have nothing to do but sit around and think about being sick. Mm -hmm. Like that's your job. What's my job today? I'm sitting around thinking about being sick and you get a week or two of that under your belt of sitting around being, thinking about being sick. Yeah. You really need to turn these things over to God. And I love all uh, first Peter five, six and seven, humble yourselves. Therefore under God's mighty hand that he may lift you up in due time, cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. That's what we need to be doing. Like in those times, just mm -hmm. bring it up to God. You know, you're worried, you're concerned. Maybe you have a family member who's sick. Uh, a sibling, a parent, pray for them. I'll just lift them up. Yeah, for sure. And I think there's a lot of uh, anxiety from people that aren't sick, worried about getting sick right. and, and afraid to go and do anything and afraid to be even around their family for Thanksgiving or, you know, even have like their children over because right. they're afraid that they might get this. And I do think that you just have to, you know, be vigilant in how you behave, but also trust God and you just can't worry yourself into yeah. a boring life. <laughs> well, I would, I would say this, you know, and one thing that I will say is a big chunk of people that I had hoped would never get COVID did got COVID. <laughs> they got it. And I am in shock to be honest with you. I mean, it's stunning to me yeah. that so many of these beloved people to me, some of them I've known for three decades at this point, and that I have been concerned about, man, I hope they don't get it. I hope they don't get it. Please be careful. I hope you don't get it. Have it. Yeah. And I, I just, I just have to trust God for these things and say, okay, God, uh, your plan obviously is different than my plan because my plan was none of these people would ever get sick. Uh, they are getting sick. Uh, a lot of them are doing fine mm -hmm. and they're getting through it and they're taking walks every day and they're you know, they're, they're plowing through so far. So I think one of the things too, like I think of some of the people that we know of that have gotten it, that have been vigilant about being careful, right? have still gotten it. Right. You know what I mean? So it's a kind of thing where you, you do your best and you pray and you trust God, but you play the hand that you're dealt and right. you just, you know, bring it to the Lord and do everything that you can to you know, get through it or help those that are sick, you know, right. like preparing meals. We have a lot of people right now that are ill and we're trying to get meals to them and, you know, help out people that are really in need because when you're sick, man, you don't feel like doing anything. No, it was hard. You know? And there were days like I can't deny it or, you know, I can't push it away. I mean, there were days where I felt very sick. Like I felt really ill. I felt, I never, I don't know that I ever felt that I was going to go to the hospital no. or that I needed to be in the hospital. I never felt like that, but there were days where I felt like I am truly, truly sick and it was hard. I mean, there's no yeah. doubt about it. I mean, it was a hard thing to go through. So again, take it seriously. If you happen to be elderly and maybe you're having Thanksgiving dinner and you hear little Johnny say, I have a sore throat or I had a fever last night or we just have to be diligent and vigilant to pay attention to what's going on around us. And when we mm -hmm. hear people talk like that, oh, yeah, it's nothing, don't ignore it. I would say at that point, 
run to the door and go home. I mean, that's really your only option. No, I'm just kidding. I, I would say at that point, I would, I would stay away. I mean, I would, I would try to avoid contact with that person. So, because a lot of well-meaning are, I, I really do think that COVID is going to continue spreading via the social. Sure. The social yeah, because gatherings. that's where we're in close contact with people and right. we're not worried about it. And It's Thanksgiving. Yeah. And Christmas is coming on its heels. Yeah. And we're going to be shopping. And I, I don't know. I, I just feel like it's, this is a, the, one of the most social times of the year coming up. I, I think it's inevitable that this is going to continue to spread. I just think that it is because it's the way things go right. with those kind of viruses and just hunker down, do what you can. Yeah. I talked you to know? one guy, his wife has it. And, uh, and by the way, I do want to thank everyone that is around me for having such a good attitude. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. all the people in my church, I have a list of dozens of people who are sick. They're not all from the church. Some of the people I know from the community, but you know, if I hear that you're sick with COVID, I'm, I'm making a list and, or even if you have symptoms and haven't been tested, I'm making a list and I'm definitely praying for you. But one thing that I have not detected yet is a negative attitude. Every single person, no one is complaining to me about it. No one is griping about it. Everyone just, hey, let's get through it, and we're going to be okay. And mm -hmm. it's like everyone's attitude is so positive. And I think that really helps me. You know, it's a huge encouragement to me when I know there's nobody there's nobody pointing fingers or getting all judgmental or getting on your case. Oh, no. Everyone's just I mean, it's about everywhere. It. Yeah. So uh, Philippians 4, 6, or 7 is another one. Don't be anxious about anything, but in everything, every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And that's a great thing that you can do. You know, when you feel like you're, you're laid up and there's nothing I can do, don't be anxious about it because worrying about it only is going to make it worse. Right. Just by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And those nights when I was awake in the middle of the night and I couldn't sleep, I prayed. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I prayed for you. I prayed for me. I prayed for other people that I knew were sick. I prayed for the church. I just prayed for people, you know, because I felt that that would be the best use of my time. Mm -hmm. And it brings a lot of comfort. Yeah. And like the Bible says here, you know, the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Mm -hmm. And I think we have a lot of anxiety because there's the fear of the unknown. Right. You, people are fearful that they might get sick. People are fearful when they are sick that something, you know, it could move in a bad direction, you know. So from that perspective, God knows. Right. I mean, he knows what concerns us he knows what the future holds and if we just bring our burdens to him i mean he wants us to just lay the burdens right. at his feet and right. let him bear the weight of it right and i do i'm happy for all the people that don't have bad results they say this oh, uh, yeah. latest strain isn't as virulent as earlier strains were mm -hmm. so that's that's a good thing uh, mike dewine said uh, yesterday in a press conference that this is actually our third wave yep. of getting it and for ashabula county the first two waves didn't affect us. I'm not saying it didn't affect us a lot. Oh, Early yeah, yeah. on, a lot of people right. that were elderly got it and sick, and, and we had quite a few deaths. In the last four months, uh, mm -hmm. we've had four deaths. Uh, we haven't had a death in two months in Ashtabula County. So, Which is excellent. You know, I'm, I'm yeah. glad, and that, that's super excellent, mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm super, I'm very thankful for it. But I'm encouraged by the people that I talk to who have it. They still go out and hunt. They, they, they still go out and walk. I mean, they're still going out and hiking. I mean, not everyone can do that, but if, I mean, if right. you have it at that degree, um, there were several people on my list, they weren't even symptomatic. 
They right. found out because That's they got true. sick with something else and they tested them. They found out they were positive. They didn't even know they had COVID. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they were all symptomatic yeah. totally. Um, so I think bear each other's burdens too. Um, yeah. We need to carry each other's burdens in Galatians 6, 2. And this way you'll fulfill the law of Christ. And we know the law of Christ, the law of love. And I really think that it was nice when somebody came by and uh, last Friday night and they brought us some soup. And yep. they brought us some chicken salad, and that was really awesome. And Yeah, it was nice. Yeah, it was really nice. Because I didn't feel like cooking. And that <laughs> chicken salad tasted great. I'll tell you, that soup we had it the next day for lunch, and we had chicken salad for a couple of days. I actually want to go get some more of it. Yeah, it was delicious. Because it was yeah. really, really, really delicious. Mm-hmm. As much as you can taste. Because when you have COVID, one of the things you need to be reminded of is you lose your taste and smell. Yeah. Which isn't a bad thing, because they say that most of the people that lose their sense of taste and smell will not get the worst parts of COVID. That's encouraging because we're like, what is it? Day 19 since we first got sick, I think. Yeah, something like that. And I made my first cup of coffee this morning. Okay, how'd it go? It just tasted okay. I mean, I was like, wow, I might have to give up coffee. (laughs) I know, I've not been interested. (laughs) It just just tasted like, I'm going to make a confession here. Peanut M&Ms do not taste good to me right now. No, they just taste like sugar. It's gross. That's my test. That's how I'll know when I'm back to total health. When my taste buds are back, when I can eat a peanut M&M and it actually tastes good. I've had a Snickers bar in the pantry for 18 days and I haven't touched it. And I haven't had a bowl of ice cream. I eat ice cream every day right. and I haven't had any since. I know. It's like no desire. There's no, like, I've I don't. i turned to popsicles. I do like I, those. I, I, I drank coffee every day. I mean, almost religiously. I mean, I would drink coffee. I love the taste of it. I loved having that nice thermos of coffee and I've lost all. All interest in it right now. I'm going to have to turn off my auto ship. I drink tea. Yeah, I'm, I'm drinking tea. Yeah, my taste buds are off, but it's, I, I think I'm getting better. So that's a good thing. Yeah. But I, you made a meal for somebody on Monday. Yeah. And I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And after they ate your meal, they wound they up, in the, up in the hospital. They yeah. wound up in the hospital. I pushed them over the edge. So that, I'm making a meal for another family tomorrow. So watch out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so here's Jerry. She goes to make a meal and the person writes to them, texts them, whatever, and says, hey, last meal I eat before going to the hospital. So Jerry yeah. put them right in the hospital by right. trying to be nice. So that's right. What are you going to do? <laughs> what are you going to do? I mean, you did your best. If they wound up in the hospital, it's really I says, ironic. I was making a meal for them. Cause I didn't even feel like cooking for us. Cause I was so tired. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But you know what? You, the day you got out of quarantine, you were helping somebody else. Yeah. And I, I really appreciate it. And again, I think that that's part of bearing burdens uh, for me. I know uh, Pastor Mark, uh, we've been in contact with people constantly. Mm-hmm. Uh, how are you doing? What's going on? How are you feeling? I have a, like I said, a list of dozens of people. I'm putting an asterisk as they clear it. So I would say at least 25% of my list has cleared COVID. Yeah, now. which is so, excellent. Which is excellent, right. Yep. I mean, I'm getting close to a third. I would say within another week, probably over half my list is going to be cleared. Right. Uh, so that that's a good just thing good. because people are pulling through and they're getting through it. But I think that part of just bearing each other's burdens is just contacting people to say, hey, how are you? Yeah, checking in. Yeah, checking in. You know, how are you doing? And I think it is a, a period of time where we want to support each other. And one thing I do love about my church family and my friends I've had no griping. I haven't had anyone, well, you know, Bill, if, you know, you guys didn't do this or if this didn't happen or if you wouldn't have preached that Sunday, because I didn't know I was sick the last time I preached. I ended up getting fever later that day. I had a light, slight cough. That was it. I still stayed away from people because I just instinctively, like, nah, maybe some fist bumps. I only gave out maybe a couple hugs. I just tried to stay away from people that day just in case, which I'm glad that I did. But there's nobody. I mean, there's just nobody 
giving us a hard time. Mm -hmm. I mean, we have a very loving congregation, and I think they're just like, hey, let's get through it. Yep. We're going to do the best that we can. No, I agree. Yeah, so the church will be shut down for a couple of weeks, and that's something that we never like, and it was something Mm -hmm. that we didn't anticipate. But before all all the time when you hear about COVID, it really wasn't... It wasn't spreading in our county. No, it wasn't really in the county that much, and it Mm -hmm. wasn't certainly wasn't in the church. But now, as as we know, that we're just trying to give our people, and we have such a great list of people who they help out in Awana, they help out in children's ministries, they help out with sound ministry, uh, music ministry, and all these places. So many great people help out. And right now, because they're sick, I mean, they can't help out. So we do need kind of another week yeah, just to, to recover, get, to recover yep. get people off their quarantine. Some of the people are helping out. It's not even that they're sick. It's just their spouse is sick. So they're quarantined because of their spouse. So, yes. mm-hmm. you know, that, that affects them and their ability to be here with us. So we're trying to just get, hey, let's get us back to health. Reasonable amount of health. We know that, hey, you know, looking forward, obviously, you know, this is not slowing down per se in Ohio or slowing down in Ashtabula County. But if we can just get our team back in a good place, then, you know, I think that we're going to be okay. So we've got another week off uh, this Sunday coming up. Uh, We won't be having church, but... Online. We'll be having church online. Yeah, Yeah. live stream. Mark and Mm -hmm. I will be here uh, leading in the worship and leading uh, in the sermon first thing in the morning. And we'll just put it out there and people can watch it whenever. But we are praying for you. And if you happen to be sick and you happen to hear the show and you need us to pray, uh, contact us. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're certainly happy to pray for you. Uh, we've been, uh, that's been a big part of our ministry actually lately as I will go through every day and pray through the entire list of people that I know are sick and just, mm-hmm. I mean, seriously, just carrying you before the throne of God, carrying you up before the Lord and saying, Lord, please help these people. And God is answering those prayers. We hope that you have a great, blessed, and awesome week. Stay safe, stay safe guys. Stay healthy. 